Welcome to episode 23 of the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week we're going to be talking about the movie The Long Good Friday. Yeah. Uh, that title really confused me when I first was finding out about it and reading about it because mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, well, it sounds really bad. What's good about it? And it totally didn't occur to me that it literally takes place on Good Friday. Until you watch the movie, you Hence the that. title, and I was like, oh, right. And then it's, like, long as in, like, when you had a rough day at work and you get home, you're like, well, that was a long day. Yeah. It's, like, a lot happens, and it's, like, really kind of stressful, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a way to describe it. But you know what I mean. It, and so I was like, oh, now I understand the title. Yeah, I, I, just I assu- totally didn't get I it. I just assumed it was one of those... Like, like an ironic un- title? Until... Well, not so much ironic, but it was, like... <laughs> You know, like a kind of like like a good day to die, like yeah. that kind of thing. Like it's a good Friday for whatever bad things we're gonna do. Yeah, and then it's like, wait, no, it's actually good. Friday. It's actually Good Friday. Yeah, I totally it agree. is the long Good Friday. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I didn't not get. the long Good <laughs> Friday. Anyway, wow. Uh, yeah, so um, Long Good Friday um, has a little bit of a checkered release history, um, from what I could tell from looking it up. Uh, It was completed in 1979, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't released. uh, There's like issues and stuff, and it wasn't released until. um, So I guess the 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 initial release was like the London Film Festival, November 1980, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then it's like full release in the UK wasn't until it's a UK movie, UK based film. Yeah, should probably say that Uh, it's full release in the UK was uh, not until February 1981, and then the North American release was April 1982. Wow. So it took a long time yeah, for this to get out everywhere. It's and there was credited some credited as a 1980 movie, yeah. like everywhere. But because that's, yeah, well, I that's where it was too. first released to the public in yeah. some form. Oh, but yeah. the wide releases took a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was apparently that already completed for a while. Sometimes. So it's sort of more of a 70s movie in terms yeah. of its um, production-wise. But Yeah. Um, I so, mean, not that the difference between a movie that comes out in 1970 and 1980 is a world of difference. Um, but. So it's... Uh, Written by uh, Barry Keefe, I'm going to say Keefe. I, I think that's Keefe, That's yeah. That's a tough uh, tough spelling to get your head around. But um, he's like a playwright, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's what he's really known for. Um, he doesn't really have any like famous um, movie credits or anything that, that any listeners would know. Yeah. But, nothing, um, nothing, nothing that I've ever heard of. Yeah, but he's a playwright. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, and is directed by John McKenzie. Uh, kind of a similar situation. Um, he did like a lot of British like TV and... Mm-hmm. Other things like that. Nothing that sort of a, an international audience would recognize. So there you go. That's fine. It doesn't matter. The movie itself yeah. is is quite uh, renowned. It's sort of like a yeah. It's a definitely cult. it's a it's a movie I'd heard of. Yeah, like it, I've heard definitely. the title. I knew who was in it, mm-hmm. but nothing else about yeah, the movie. Yeah, was a really good way to go in. I yeah, for sure. I'd hella heard about heard about it, but nothing too specific as well. But I did know. I'd always heard that it was the. Um, like the breakthrough role for Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what I knew it for. Um, and I've actually had it for a really long time now. Um, I found it, uh, believe it or not, uh, a previously viewed Blu-ray in 7-Eleven. 
There you go. What a weird yeah. they previously you can, you no, always, no, no, I didn't know seven eleven sold previously. They don't videos, anymore. They don't anymore, but they the used most to obscure, actually some stores probably still do, yeah. I should say. But the one that is like nearby me, uh, not that, that I I mean I don't go to I don't really go odd. to seven eleven anymore, you know, or if I do it's very rare. But uh they the one that is near me by me did have quite, it, it's the kind of movie I would expect to see like in the, it's like, just odd that somebody would, would, would for like five bucks at the drugstore. Yeah, but like where they have all well, that's sort of the situation. Do, exactly, but, but it was previously viewed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess that's why know, I thought I'd tell the story because I was like, no, oh, that's, that's such great. a unique that's story. Great. But I guess Seven Eleven has gone through bouts of well, convenience stores often go through bouts of like for a while, a lot of convenience stores sold video games, and you were like, I guess, yeah, sure, yeah. And, well, they had a lot of previously played games as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that they kind of, I guess, that kind of. That's all gone but, now. So I yeah. assume probably some stores still have that stuff, yeah, but yeah. not the one that that's nearby me. Yeah. Big corporate um, stores, yeah. That's probably like the realm of the small time. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. That's still that's a neat store. That's a neat yeah, time, yeah. method of acquiring. It's a funny See, place to find something like that. The great thing is, is you knew what it was. Oh yeah, because you could have if you'd never heard oh, of it. Yeah. you would have just overlooked it. Well, it's a real sort of diamond in the rough kind of thing because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like you're like that's not what you normally expect to find there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was obviously just. I, I what I think is funny is like who's the guy who owned that who like traded it in to Seven yeah. Eleven like. I don't. I don't need this movie. Maybe it came from like, like a, a video store yeah, or something like that. For sure, could have. Yeah, yeah. could have for sure. That's odd, though. Yeah, play from like Black when Blockbuster closed or something. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, but lucky find though. That's good. yeah. Well, exactly. That's the thing, right? Because it's the kind of thing where you know I knew of it and I knew that it had a good reputation, but I'd never seen it, so I was just like, uh. but I was like, well, it was like really good price, and I was like, you know, probably can't go too wrong. No, no. Um, so, uh, on that note, uh, overall, what did you think? you like like it, not like it? I, I like this movie quite a bit. Cool. Um, although, I can definitely say the movie, the movie itself is, is very, um, it's kind of movie like, people like these kind of movies. Yeah. The style of the movie is definitely not for everybody. No. Um, and we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some things that I didn't like about it. Um, it by no means did it like blow me away. Like, Oh, that's such a great, great movie. Like I can definitely see why it was Bob Hoskins breakup performance. Mm. He's really, really good in it. Um, but, uh, aside from that, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely not the be all end all, but it's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Like I say, it's, it's this is this is a this movie is a I'd say a solid B. Yeah, um, um, like not a B rated movie, but like, like in a grade like, scale, there are like a, B. a elements to it, mm-hmm. but it's like more of a B overall. Yeah, um, I think I think. Oh, oh sorry, go no, ahead. Um, the big thing I got I got some notes here mm-hmm. um, is, and this is. By far, a just a product of how the the one that sort of uh, I feel detractor of the movie is just a product of when the movie was made and where it was made. It looks like a TV show. Well, and that's probably because, like you said, it was actually funny. You should say yeah. it was made on a very small budget, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was actually funded by a television, uh, like production company. production company. Yeah. Um. Uh, and, well, but you know, like you also mentioned, uh, the director is a TV guy. And it seems to be mostly the cinematography TV. feels very like late seventies, yeah. early eighties mm-hmm. TV cinematography, yeah. which 
I like I personally don't mind, but I'm that's you know, it's not for everybody. Well, uh, the film quality is really nice. Um, oh, it is the, so on, good. On the Blu-ray, it was like it, it was it was good. Yeah, it was. Um, it was very but then, sharp. But then, I mean, I've always argued like uh, for film, like for cinematography and like film quality. Um, the 70s were really kind of the peak. Yeah. Like, people often think, like, oh, the 70s, you know, all the things didn't look that good, but it's, like, actually... The TV didn't look good. Well, yeah, but that's if you're, like, watching it <laughs> yeah, on TV that's then. That's what I mean. Like, but, the but, sor- that's what you remember but that's how you saw it, But the it, right? source of yeah, yeah. the film that yeah. they filmed it on is you go back nothing and wrong watch with. That. Yeah. But the actual, like, cinematography, like, you know, because the 70s was stuff like, you know, Jaws and, like, Taxi Driver and, like, you know, um, uh, Apocalypse Now and, like, all these, like, these absolutely stunning films right um i think that that was really like a the peak time um because in the 80s uh there was a lot of um uh films were really grainy and stuff and they looked a lot more kind of gritty and less sort of clean which which worked fine um it's just kind of a different style um and uh and then sir but you know now we're so used to that like super sharp digital look mm-hmm. because that's like everything kind of if it's not filmed that way <laughs> filmed yeah, if yeah. it's not shot on on digital then it's certainly massively processed digitally digital, afterwards yeah. um so we're used to that look but a good and obviously we're watching it on a digital format no matter what so you know you're watching it on blu-ray it's still you're watching it on a digital format it's still all been converted over but the film itself, like I think that films looked best uh, in the seventies. So in terms of that sort of thing, it's good. Mm-hmm. In terms of the cinema, cinematographical yeah. sort of style and and the and the kind of shots that they could do and stuff like that, as you say, it was it's more in the TV kind of it's, realm. It's, it, well, it's in terms uh, of I how mean, it's done, the production it, style. The pro- it is it is a very it's a British movie of its time. Yeah. And if you've seen other British movies from the seventies and eighties. It just you're just like yes. Yeah, and it's really interesting too because like the gangster British gangster films were like a big thing in like the seventies. Mm-hmm. And then they kinda had that like sort of resurgence in like the nineties with like the Guy Ritchie kind of yes, stuff and yeah, that, right? The late, that back, the later yeah. the sort of later like nineties and stuff. So um it's kind of interesting to see that there's those two kind of very distinct eras of like, you know, the British gangster yeah. film. Um, so yeah, so a little bit about, the, yeah, the sort of what the movie's about. Yeah. So a little of what it's about. So basically, um, Bob Hoskins characters, the central yeah, the, character, the two, the two big names you know from this movie are Bob Hoskins Helen and Mirren. Helen Mirren. Helen yeah. Mirren. Yep. Uh, maybe a special extra guest. Uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> very, uh, very few seconds of his face. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Bob Hoskins is sort of the central character and he plays this character, Harold Shand. Mm-hmm. Who's like a uh, boss of a London gangster? Like he calls the corporation. You know, it's like a very obviously like a yeah, a gangster, like, a, like a gangster boss. Gangster boss. Yeah, and um, they're not the mob, but he's he's basically the 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 plot setup is that he's trying um, to um, turn his business legitimate by um, he uh, basically he's um, putting his business into uh, redevelopment. Yeah. of like the dockside kind of areas in London in anticipation of the upcoming Olympics. Yes. And uh but the thing is is that he's trying to get like backing from the American mafia. Mhm. Uh so he has these mafia guys there to meet with them. Yeah, these two, and, two, two 
to Yanks. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and all that sort of stuff. And then basically just things start really going wrong because yeah. things start happening in his in in Harold's organization. Uh, people, uh, his people being killed, and you know businesses being blown up and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, no, as, he, a string, basically a, a number of attacks are made. Yeah, made, yeah, and he doesn't know. Yeah, and he doesn't know. He doesn't know where it's coming from or why, because as far as he knew, everything was was under control and going fine. He didn't have any like enemies that he knew of or anything at this point. And the problem, of course, is that the mafia guys are like, well, we don't want to be involved in anything, like, all chaotic and stuff, so it's yeah, like, yeah. you need to get this figured, you know, figured if there's out. something... Well, at first, they try to sort of, like, not let on that there's anything wrong to them. Yeah. But, of course, they're too smart for that, and then it's like, okay, once they have to admit that there's something wrong, uh, then it's like, okay, now it's like, they have to deal with it and get yeah. things under control in, like, whatever it is they give them, like, 24 mm-hmm. hours or whatever. Yeah, so that, and that's the... And the, that's basically the, the, the story. The Good Friday is... Yeah. is, is it's the, basically is, him yeah. traveling around the city trying to figure out what the hell's going on and stop yeah. it so that yeah. his deal can go through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Um, and and sort of becoming progressively more and more, like, unglued as it goes yeah. on as sort of his empire crumbles around yeah. him. Uh, the character has a... Uh, Bob Hoskins has a... Uh, Harold has a... a for a single day, there's a very interesting character arc to yeah. him as he starts out like. Well, they always confident. say, right? It only takes one really yeah. bad day to completely turn a person, you know, from one thing to the, and to another. He starts out so like he's very confident in what he's doing. He's yeah. he's like this is this is this is like the, as far as he's concerned, you know, eyes are dotted, t's are crossed. Yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. This is a matter of formalities. Absolutely, everything is going to go great because. As far as you know, there's no problems. Yeah. He doesn't have a, he doesn't well, have it's, a beef with it's, anybody. That's the backstory yeah. is all the work that he's done to get to that point, point. where he's... He's worked, ready for smooth sailing. He's yeah. ready for smooth sailing because he knows that he's yeah. got everything in line yeah. and everything is good, you know, and, and that sort of thing. Um, so. And uh, and then, and then it, it becomes evident that he has overcome, like, a temper problem, a yeah. drinking problem, uh, and, of course... As the day gets more and more stressful, all these things start oh, to, you yeah. know, and he does. And the interesting thing, which you don't see in a lot of films, uh, is he recognizes that he has, like, like when he has, like, a, like an episode, not an episode, but like a, like when he overreacts to things, mm-hmm. he almost immediately recognizes that, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I yeah. gotta like, yeah, yeah. I gotta call, like, I gotta calm down. Yeah, but it's just and, the stress. Like. Yeah, and, you know, and, he, and he starts coming unglued, um, but but not to the point where he's un, un, like he's not so out of control that he has, that he he recognizes that he's losing control and tries to like dial himself back, yeah. which is something you don't usually see in movies. Usually, a character when they become unglued in a movie, it, they just ride it out to the to you know to yeah, whatever for end sure, there for is. sure absolutely, and um, that shows which is a neat, it's shows all more the realistic. Yeah, and it shows of. the strength of the character. Yeah. Um, and and we'll get in on the spoiler section at the end. We'll yeah. get into the ending, but that makes sort of the interesting thing about the ending. Being that you know the whole sort of um, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like you know uh, him knowing is almost makes things worse in yeah. a way. Yeah, emotionally wise, yeah. Yeah, dramatically. But yeah, no, Bob Hoskins brings it. I mean, it's definitely like oh yeah, this is I can see why this movie was considered like his breakout. Yeah, yeah. He a hundred and ten percent brings it to the table yeah. in this movie, and he's he's like very um. There are scenes where it cuts away to other people, but he's in the vast majority, vast majority of the scenes, and he really carries it. Point of view. Yeah. yeah, he carries it quite a bit. Um, so. 
and actually, I kind of, I kind of wrote that down. Like, um, in in the way, like this for the time. This is also, well, I don't know, maybe for the time, but kind of for the time. This is actually kind of a long movie for the time. It yeah, I was really surprised. Two hours. I was really surprised. It's yeah, it's and a, like because I didn't think there was going to be enough story. There's basically. sort of two parts to this movie. Like the first half of the movie is bad things are happening. Well, I don't know what's going on. What? Yep, and then the second part is let's find out. We we have to find out, and what are well, we going to do when we find out? Let's put it this way. But it takes like an hour before you get to that point, yeah. and that's the one thing that may throw a lumber people. Like I said earlier, is this movie also has that slowish '60s yeah. '70s movie pacing? But, but I'll, I'll, it's a lot of di- it's a very dialogue heavy. Movie. Yeah, it's very dialogue heavy. Which is um, the dialogue is great. There's too. occasionally it is. There are occasionally times where there are characters that where. Their accents make it a little bit difficult. Yeah. Um, although I think it's funny that uh, I remember that there was some big blue I read about somewhere uh, that um, at one point they were going to uh, like dub over like because Bob Hoskins is like the main character, character. They felt like they had to like for like um, dub him for like American releases oh. and stuff. They felt they had to dub over. So He's that got the be... least. But I, mean, I guess well, it's because it's the, it. the the Cockney thing, right? But but it's like it's hilarious because I mean I would never have thought in a million years that that he would be hard to understand. He's easy to understand. Oh. Um, there's a few other people in this. Also, um, there's a lot of like not. There's a little bit of shouting, but a lot of the conversations yeah. in this movie are but there are, are some com- or conversation level or yeah. lower. There's a lot of but whispering. there are some characters that I was like, well, I hope there's nothing important in what they're saying because I have no clue. <laughs> Turn them uh, subtitles I, I'll, on. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to uh, maybe later when we talk yeah. about a few specific scenes. I'll get yeah, to yeah. a specific point where I was just like, no matter how much, how many times um, I watched this at, uh, as on the Wednesday night uh, oh, oh, as did you? my movie yeah. night with Ed Am. So, um, yeah, he was down with it. So I was cool. like, whatever. Cool. And, uh, and I was like, we just watched like this one part, uh, over like, like four times yeah. being like, let's see if we can figure. And I was just like, no, not, yeah. I can't get it. So I'll, I'll get to specifically I, what yeah, that I is. Feel when the, we I feel the character that scenes. was probably the hardest to understand was, uh, the, his like, I can't remember his name. Was it Charlie? His, the, no, Charlie was the American. It was the guy who was his, like, with the mustache, who was his bruiser that went along with him with all the scar, oh, the yeah. scar in his face. That guy is amazing. That, it, but, like, because he, he had a very quiet voice, I, I didn't a very find him. strong accent. I didn't find him hard to it, it was mostly, I missed what he said because he was talking quiet. Yeah. And then combined that with the accent, and then Bob Hoskins is a very loud character. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I, I didn't find him hard to understand. Yeah. I thought he was a great character, actually. That was. But, uh, well, what I was, was saying earlier yeah, about yeah, sorry. Like, the pacing. No, sorry. Yeah. Um, the, the pacing of the movie is you find things out at the speed that Bob Hoskins' character finds things out. Like, you're not. Well, you're privy to information he. Yeah, you see a few things at the beginning, but you you don't know what they mean. Well, that's it. And so the fact that you know them isn't really any... It's not a value. It just makes you you wonder what the hell is going on. Exactly. As much as he is, it's just that you saw things that he didn't see, but they were just as confusing. (laughs) The start of this movie, Uh 11 minutes before the first words are spoken. Yeah. It is super impressive. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's no 2001, but it's it's weird. But it's weird. But but for a a movie that... And yeah. After that becomes a very talky movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it an interesting way to yeah. start it. Um, and they're just sort of setting the scene. Yeah. Setting like. Well, it. Well, it sets up the mystery. It because does. All this wordless and it's crazy because happened, mm-hmm. and you're just like, 
What's what is going it? On? What is it going on? Because there's no explanation. Well, the payoff. Give me the payoff until the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you see all this stuff happen, and then you don't really fully understand what it is yeah. until like two hours later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Just as an example, I mean, at one point I was like, you know, oh, I should probably like, you know, run to the washroom or something. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like, oh, this is probably going to be done in a few minutes. Like, <laughs> like, you know, seems I, I can close. last. Yeah, I was like, this seems to be wrapping up. I could probably last a few more minutes yeah. while it wraps up. So I'm like, let's check the the timing on this. And at this point, we just passed the hour and a half mark. Yeah. And I was like, there's another half an hour. Okay. Uh, we're just going to have to leave that pause for yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I could not believe it. Like, it felt yeah. like it was almost over. Well, and I'm not saying that the that it was padded out. Like, no. that, other, that other half an hour was no. necessary to tell the story. I just didn't expect that there was going to be that much story. But it is, it is it the, the way they bring you to the halfway mark of the movie, mm-hmm. it feels like, oh, okay. Now that, now that sort of like, I mean, I guess it's not really a spoiler to say, like, uh, cat chewing on the Christmas tree. Uh, now that he's in, like, sort of the, the like, the hunt is gone phase of the movie, yeah. you're like, we're going to start wrapping up. You're barely at the, like, the half hour, like, the, yeah. the one hour mark at that point. Yeah. All they've been doing at this point is setting up the mystery yeah. and introducing the characters. Yeah. And you really get to know the characters well. Like, Helen Mirren, who's, uh, like... At first I thought it was his wife, like, Harold's wife, but it, I guess she's just his girl. Um, yeah, I mean, it could, I mean, be, it could be either. They're not yeah. really specific I mean, about it. They don't in, They don't depict a wife of any sort or I, anything, so you can assume she is his wife, uh, but they don't really say it, it, it well, straight out. It was actually quite a bit of time before into the movie before I realized, like, Helen Mirren's not his wife, and uh, the young guy is not... I thought it was, like, she was his wife, and the young guy was their son. The way he talked to the young guy, like, I can't remember his name. Um, um, like the the young guy in his group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Jeff. Jeff. Um, yeah. um, the way he talked to Jeff, I it, he, it was it was either like son or younger brother. Turns out neither. But you had that really, and I was like, oh, this is like a family business. You know, it's like, hey, and they're like, it's like the family and close ties and, and so that. And then slowly I realized, no, no, wait, no, no, none of that matches up. The ages are wrong. Like, none of this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah but initially, be, the, 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 it's, it's clear they're a very tight group of people. Yeah. Um, and which leads to some really great character dynamics mm-hmm. because um, you, the, there's, there's trust between all these characters and people don't act like in a lot of movies with like especially gangster movies as soon as there's signs of trouble everyone turns on each other yeah that doesn't happen here because for the most i mean a little bit well yeah but but it but, it, but it's part of the story, of the story. it makes sense but when for it the does most part everybody you know yeah. the, the trust level is at like i know it's none of my people because right. you know we're we're, we're you know quote unquote family like yeah. that would it's not possible it's got to be somebody else yeah. which is both like you know one of those like you, you're not sure is the characters just being naive or you know because of course you don't know much more than Bob Hoskins' character knows and than Harold knows you just uh, you just sort of believe that like no like none of these people are acting strangely you know everybody seems on the level yeah. you know which is which is uh, again slightly different than what you usually get in these kind of in these kind yeah. of movies yeah yeah um but uh. No, this this is a really good movie. I uh, yeah, it's cool. Oh, if if you're gonna watch this movie for anything other than just you know the great, 
I really like the music in this. Movie. Yeah, music's crazy. I yeah, I was I didn't feel need to bring crazy, it up. Crazy. Um, that is literally the second note that I made really? after I made eleven minutes no talking. Well, because the main is fantastic. It, it jumps into like the main sort of theme pretty early on. So I, yeah, I was whistling that main theme for the rest of the day after I watched this movie. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it, it has that kind of late seventies, early eighties like sort of synthesizer thing, mm. but then it kind of mixes in some other elements like. Um, there's like some organ and some mm-hmm. strings and some, you know, uh, more, uh, certain yeah, just all kinds of yeah. bizarre things, but it primarily it's, it's sort of anchored by like that, that sort of late seventies synthesizer kind of thing. Um, uh, yeah, but no. it, it was interesting. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, the soundtrack music. to this film is, is, is good and enjoyable. Like if you, if you like, like that kind of music, I, you know, I, I wouldn't. It's I mean, not, I'm not going to listen to an album that kind yeah, of Yeah, it's not one that I would sit back. Like this, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually, I mean, I just, today I saw some some comment on, like, IMDb or something, which, I mean, granted, not anything that you should live by, but, like, you know, somebody was just saying, like, <coughs> like oh, the one thing that they thought was bad about the movie was the music because it dates it so much. And it's like, well, of course it dates it, but what's... <laughs> I think a lot of else like, dates what's this. wrong with that? Like, yeah, it's yeah. from the time it's from. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. it's going to be of that time. Yeah. I mean... Things can be dated as long as they're good, right? Yeah. It's yeah. not – when people say like, oh, that's really dated, it's like they just mean that it's not good. Yeah. yeah. Like a good movie is never dated, dated. in will, the way that people say. They see, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, dated yeah. in the sense that it's of its time, but so what? And uh, I think the, the, the music fits the time period of the movie, so that doesn't that doesn't date it. Yeah. Like – and – as long as it's good, that's what matters. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, uh, you know. That's like saying it's like, probably one of the. It's one of those things. Like a lot of modern movies, in you know twenty thirty years, because of the way like so much of a movie is based on the soundtrack and soundtrack sales, mm-hmm. uh, like that's a, such a excuse me big part of a movie nowadays, especially like the bigger the bigger releases. Like I feel that will date a lot of. A lot yeah. of modern movies, yeah, it's more. like because mu- it's like, oh, remember when we used to listen to like, well, because it's like, it's not like music tuned for the movie. It's just like here are some like top, yeah, forty hits that we oh, need to, you know. I've, I've addressed this before. That yeah, yeah, it just seems like uh, often, you know, um, a lot of movies now they just yeah. sort of have these like really generic terrible like mainstream pop, well, pop songs well we went for as part of the soundtrack and it's just like uh. movies I mean, went for like so long that movies basically only had score yeah like like this movie the music in it is the score there's no songs in this movie it is just the score yeah uh then we kind of bled into and i guess this i don't know if this started in the oh that's 80s? not true there is that one scene where there's that song, that band on stage. Oh, that's playing true. That song. That's true. I guess. And, yeah, yeah. And that's like an actual known song. No, song yeah, and yeah. It's a terrible version. That of is that a song. bad version of that it's song. Like, they're yeah, like yeah. this bad, like like cover like, band. cover band. And <laughs> it's, it's so. I don't know terrible. why that's there. But like in the, I feel like maybe it was starting in the late '80s and the '90s. We started seeing a lot of uh, soundtracks where you would get known bands. And they would produce songs specifically for the yeah, movie, which sometimes was fine if was it was great. done well, right? It was like, great. Well, because then the like, music was uh, all... Ghostbusters. All the songs yeah. for the that were used in the movie were chosen very carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Back to the Future. Yeah. I mean, the Huey Lewis yeah. stuff was done specifically yeah. for the movie, and it's all great. That, that happened throughout the nineties. Yeah. Um. Then it's. I'm fine with that kind of. And stuff. then at some point, I don't know. It was I guess probably late nineties, early two thousands. It just became. We're just gonna grab grab twelve random songs that are popular. It feels like that. And, I'm sure there is a logic yeah, yeah. that goes into it. But it certainly feels like that sometimes. I mean, on the flip side, all these movies still have scores. Yeah. And the scores are still generally, you know, you know, like will orchestral be, and stuff. You know, orchestral yeah. scores and stuff like that. And, you know, and that's but usually it, what it's brings It's interesting out. to see, to hear yeah. something like, I, I know we're spending probably too much time on the, on the music yeah. here, but it's interesting to see, uh, it's always interesting to see an interesting, I just said interesting like 20,000 times. <laughs> Okay. It's all right. I'm going to cut all that, and okay. I'm just going to start that thought again. Okay. Better. <clears throat> it's interesting to see, uh, for a musical score, them do something a little different and interesting, mm-hmm. even if it's of the time like the one in this was. Mm-hmm. But it's not a typical, you know, it's not an orchestral score. It's not like a uh, sort of jazz band score like you'd see with some movies of that time yeah. type of thing it's its own thing it's kind of it's a hybrid <laughs> um it has the synthesizer stuff and then it has other kind of instruments like uh you know the strings and stuff like that and the organ things like mm-hmm. that um uh yeah i mean what, yeah no what, what, what can you say it's yeah, very yeah. interesting i knew you'd i knew you'd mention it i was going to mention it as yeah. well I mean, we often do mention the music in the movies that we watch if it's interesting, and this stuff. It was definitely like because that first that first ten minutes of the movie are all silent. Yeah, yeah. So all you, you have is music, music, and you're just like, "Huh, this is interesting." It was, uh, it was definitely uh, like the the music started in, and I was like, "This is good." Yeah. I hope the rest of the music movie has this good of music in it, and it. Yep, sure enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool. But um, um, any like specific characters you want to talk about or specific scenes um, that aren't necessarily spoilers but just kind of general uh, scenes i mean other than you know bob Hos- bob hoskins and uh Hel- helen mirren were great yeah um i really liked the way that their relationship worked in terms of like um it always being kind of like a you know she was like a sort of always like like you say i mean he kind of had things well under control until until the later parts of the movie mm-hmm. but even still any time where he was kind of like a a little bit like like no come on that's ridiculous like she was a bit of a voice of reason yeah, yeah, and yeah. just kind of bring it back down to earth like like <laughs> well that hey. one scene there where she actually slaps him around a bit like yeah she actually like whacks him in the head a couple of times like get your crap together or <laughs> like you know yeah like <laughs> it was it was a good it was a good sort of um, you know, character. He's trying to get a gun off the guy, like "Give me a gun, give me a gun!" Yeah, yeah. And, and Helmer just whacks him on his head, just like knock it off, you know. Yeah. And he like composes himself, and he's like, "Yeah, because you know. like you but say, but multiple times through the movie, she she does that. Yeah, she's his voice of reason. Yeah, and just the the conversations and stuff mm-hmm. that they have and everything, and you know the whole sort of explanation, like when the whole thing of when she has to take the mafia guys to the din- to dinner. Yes, and yeah. ends up having to tell them. The mm-hmm. truth about well, as far as they know, uh, as oh. much of the truth that they know yeah. about the fact that there are problems mm-hmm. happening, mm-hmm. and then later on, like he's like, uh, you know, um, Harold is mad when he finds out that she told them, and it's just, and she basically just is like, I had no choice. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, they would like I by, the, the by gig me, was up by being by up. me telling them, 
and then making the deal with them to get like another 24 hours out of it like that saved the deal yeah. potentially because they were ready to walk right then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right because if they knew something was up yeah and so if she just tried to keep lying to them then there's no way that they would Mm-hmm. stick with the deal at least this way they got a chance right so he's all mad because she told them that there's problems and it's like well that was the only thing that potentially saved the deal right that's yeah. what she specifically says um so uh stuff like that you know it, it was cool like there was no um yeah it's cool yeah well she she definitely like she was a, and a really important character like you might mm-hmm. think like oh a character like that you don't need a character like that in a movie like this because it's all just a bunch of like you know, tough guy, yeah. gangstery stuff, and it's like, but a character like that is well, actually really important. I mean, it's always like she was like the this. only other really important character, like in this, like yeah. in terms of like her her role and and what she did. Most of the other characters were were like you said, just thugs, just um, uh, or it, or they're just um, you know, like yes men yeah, for yeah, Harold yeah. kind of thing where. Like he just he's the boss. His enforcers and they're, they're yeah. just kind of these faceless dudes that hang yeah. that that follow him around yeah. and do. I mean, you definitely. I mean, the, the cast is not supremely large. You see the same faces over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, you again. see them over and yeah. over. Some of them, I definitely was like, I think I kind of recognized that guy, but yeah. like I didn't know who they were. Yeah. They're uh, the only yeah. other person that I recognized was uh, the Charlie, the American mobster. Yeah. yeah, I he's definitely recognize him. I just don't know where where he's from. an actor from that time. I yep. looked it up. He's like that was that uh, he was towards that was towards the end of his career. I yeah. can't remember his name now. Um, I think it's Eddie something. Um, but uh, he actually was like a much bigger actor in like the forties and fifties and okay. stuff like that when he was younger. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, speaking well, speaking of younger, uh, uh, well, let's do things. Big Dennis knows how young Helen Mirren looks in this. Yeah, yeah, and. How not that much different Bob Hoskins looked from, like, seeing him in, like, I mean, you know, he's since passed away, but in more yeah. recent movies. Like, well, he wasn't a, I mean, he, I think towards the end. Age, he didn't age a lot, but he, towards he wasn't the end, super he definitely had aged a lot oh, more. Well, yeah, but uh, he was sick, too. So, within yeah. sort of the last kind of 10 years, but certainly mm-hmm. for a good, you know, 20, 25 years after this, didn't he, really he didn't age too much. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I mean, Helen Mirren was already like, you know, mid thirties yeah. at this point, mm-hmm. but it's just so young. Cause yeah. we're used to seeing her now, you know? Yeah. And I mean, obviously she looks amazing um, now for age. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, still. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone remarks upon that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just unusual because we've been, we've grown up, you know, watching movies over the past couple of decades, and uh-huh. it's like we're—it's just we're not used to you know seeing. I—I I, for me the big part is, is I have not seen a lot of movies with young Helen Mirren. Yeah, most of the movies I've seen with Helen Mirren are from the nineties, two thousands. Right, stuff exactly. That's know, what I'm saying. Young. That's what I'm saying. Right, um, like yeah. we're just not used to it. But yeah. it's like it's kind of funny to think that you know, uh, is this an appropriate time to bring up the? The, the, the cameo oh, this is, is the special mystery guest the special mystery guest yeah it's not a spoiler no, it's just no. it's just like a, a for like crazy 10 thing. Se- well maybe like 30 seconds it's got multiple a scenes of multiple se- pierce brosnan's in this movie. yeah pierce brosnan i almost i almost was I'm like pretty sure is that pierce brosnan yeah or just someone who looks like crazy young in this i'm yeah. pretty sure um that this was like his first movie oh, or, okay. or if not it was very early but mm. i'm pretty sure it was um yeah, so he plays um, 
like like an assassin type of character, mm-hmm. and um, he is crazy young. Yeah, and he doesn't really have much in the way of lines. I think he kind of says like, "Hey, yeah, I believe that's what he says." He says, "Hey, once something yeah. like that." Yeah, um, and then he he kind of appears like you know near the beginning and like at the end, and like that's mm. that's about it. Yeah, uh, but it's pretty crazy. You mm. look at that, and you're just like, "Where's Rosin?" <laughs> yeah, all right, he's super young. Yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you I talk mean, about speaking people, someone else who's speaking so people aged being fairly young. well, but at the same time, yeah, yeah, wow. But I mean, you know, we're so used to seeing like the, uh, you know, from like the Bond stuff and mm-hmm. that, and that's like fifteen to twenty years later, yeah. you know. So it's like, um, I'm sure if I went back and watched the TV show he was in the '80s, Remington Steel, I'd be like, oh yeah, he is really yeah, young. Yeah, but this in that is too. before that. Yeah, yeah and, that's what I mean. And I mean, not looks, that much before, looks, but no, still but yeah, enough. Yeah. That, Good five, six years. Enough anyway. that he's yeah. like definitely younger. Yeah, um, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I, I blew me away. <laughs> I was just like, really. Well, the interesting one was is like when like doing a little like research. Just, uh, uh, mm. uh, his name didn't come up in anything. Well, no, because he's, so he's like, a, yeah. it's the most bit part that you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but his, being his character is important. Post, to the, but usually yeah. like post a movie coming out, you know, True. now in the internet age. Well, being that he is a big name, on like, just doing a, an, an average search, his name would come up into. Well, like for example, like on Wikipedia, for example, they have they they a list of people that were in this movie yeah. that garnered more fame after doing this movie than they had, oh yeah, yeah than they had at the point that point, they did yeah, this yeah. movie, and he was on that list. Yeah, oh, okay, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, certainly. Um, it, prior to watching it it was unexpected mm-hmm. um i thought that was pretty crazy i was like oh yeah yeah so um i guess before we sort of got into spoiler territory mm-hmm. uh, i don't I, really have a whole lot it's just no no just a, couple, a few things that few things, I, i'd like to discuss a few that, things that i want to talk about that regard would definitely the, fall the into solution them. of the mystery yeah, yeah, and the yeah, ending yeah, and stuff yeah. that you know i don't want to spoil for people um stuff. but before we get uh definitely uh watch the trailer for this movie Oh really? The tra- See, that's the one thing you tend to do. I don't yeah. normally watch the trailers. So. Uh, I, I it, the trailer is it's very of its time. Mm-hmm. It's it captures both the feeling of the time period and the movie, but it's also it's very odd. Yeah. Like the trailer is really weird. And, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't usually watch the yeah. trailers. Um, I weird. usually, if I you know, if it's a movie I haven't already previously seen the trailer yeah. for, I usually wait till the end. Like I've I've seen the movie and then go back. Like, how was this advertised? Yeah, what yeah, did they, yeah. You know, especially no, like, it's an interesting thing. It's a really exa- good point. Well, I mean, to go back to an, an old episode, Gunman, where yeah. the trailer straight up misadvertises. Oh the yeah, entire the trailer. Movie. The trailer outright lies. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. That's <laughs> and, why we had to include know, it. Yeah, or we had to make um, a, put a link to it. Uh, the trailer for this one is interesting because they make this movie seem like it is non-stop violence right uh, uh yeah well, and, and the movie is very unviolent yeah and, and i'm gonna address that <laughs> yeah in the spoiler section because yeah. it regards the ending but uh, um but yeah. but yeah so i guess yeah we can roll into spoilers here all right cool so if you if you haven't seen this movie yeah yeah don't don't listen to this unless unless yeah. you haven't you've seen it there'll or be a you, note on soundcloud when we come back yeah, yeah or if I'll, you don't care i'll put it or if you don't care yeah. um if you just figure like, oh, you'll never get a chance to see it or whatever. Um, but uh, we would recommend it yeah. if you can because uh, we both liked it. Um, so there you go. All right. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, I I guess we might as well just cut right to the end um, of the movie. Uh, I Because the movie had gone on so long, yeah. when that became the last scene, 
I wasn't. I didn't realize I was watching the last scene of the movie. Uh, I wasn't watching like See, the clock. I kind of had heard about oh that how the that movie was ends. the last yeah. scene because it was like oh he just kind of ends up being taken away and they never really yeah they just and you just the last like two minutes of the movie it's all are the just like the camera on his face it cuts back and forth for and it just kind of yeah. shows yeah the emotion you know, it's like outs- the it's range of emotions, emotions that yeah. he goes through as he realizes what's happened yeah and it's just sort of it's almost kind of like. I don't know, I, I, I call this like a, a walk-away scene, where mm-hmm. like, kind of the film walks away from you. Like, you're not going to get to see what happens next. Uh, yeah. I like, I got a big example be this, I guess, like a country for, uh, no country for old men. Where at a certain point, the film is just like, I'm done showing you things. And yeah. it just walks away from you. And, and this film does it. I guess in this film it drives away from you. But, you know, yeah. and, and you're just like, I, I mean, you can guess what happens next. Yeah, of course, you know, but it's kind you know, of cool he, that it leaves know. it to your imagination. Yeah. Um, as far as like the violence aspect, uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, a lot of the violent stuff that happens mm-hmm. is usually um, off screen mm-hmm. or very like ungraphic throughout <laughs> the thing until like right near the yeah, end yeah. when suddenly it starts, it yeah. gets really bloody. Yeah. Um, mostly like when he... But it's all very like short. It, the violence is all very short and brutal. Yeah. Like, like, and even when like it does this, get... you know, you, you, you can feel the tension. You're like, this scene is going to erupt yeah. into something. And then it's like five seconds of just brutal and violence. He, he, and then even when it. it does get really, um, really, even when it does get really graphic. Yeah. Um, like when he, um, when he kills Jeff. Oh yeah. With the bottle. Uh, you don't see him doing or, it. Or was it a bottle or? Yeah. Yeah. So he breaks the ball because he whacks Jeff on the head with the bottle. Oh, right, and knocks so him right. the he hits and him he down. And then he stabs him in the right. neck so over and over even again. Even when that happens. And then it cuts the. Like most yeah. of the shot is like him looking, looking down. At... Stabbing down. Yeah, yeah. And it's like most of the it's actual. Like stabbing you. Violence <laughs> is happening like off the screen. Yeah. But you do see like blood splatter and stuff. But then when it shows the shot of, like, Jeff on the ground, and he's, and just he's gushing like, all, like, like, he's got the arteries sp- spraying Brain. all over the room, like, yeah. the, the friggin' horror movie shit. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, that kind of took a turn, because most of the other stuff was off screen, you know? I, th- and, and then, this like, is... when they, they go and they, they, they shoot the guys mm. with the shotguns and stuff, mm. and they're like, you know? Yeah. And, like, suddenly there's all this blood everywhere, and you're just like, huh, oh, that was, that's interesting. That was rough, so they really yeah. saved that. For, like, well, the end, because they very deliberately had all the violence before that, like, off I, off screen. Or I think even just big, out of frame. Out of frame, like, They yeah, would oh, constantly yeah, just have frame, things, yeah. like, happening, yeah. but it would be, like, they wouldn't actually show it, right? Um, I think the probably the reason why they maybe saved the, the big, like, let's show you the violence scene for this part, is because of the context in which he kills Jeff. Yeah. Where he, he, he thinks Jeff is... He gets it's one of those like breaking points where he starts to get crazy yeah, yeah. and well, irrational. And that's, that's what I was talking about. And yeah. then he he attacks Jeff because he thinks Jeff might be selling him out. Um, well, because Jeff just basically delivered him the bad news of well, it's because they finally figure out why everything's going south, yeah. and it's because of something that happened that Jeff didn't yeah, tell didn't him tell, that he didn't think was a big he, deal because he came when he when Harold got back. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, he's like, "Well, how was everything while I was gone?" And Jeff was like. Okay. Oh, okay. Or it was all right. All right. It was all right. And then he says, to him, "I'm gonna use all right like you use all yeah, right." Yeah. Yeah. Because at this point, he sort of found out that something's something happened when he was. Because yeah. I guess the start of this movie is when 
Yeah. Um, so they ran afoul of the of the uh, the, Irish. the IRA. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the a couple of the IRA guys ended up dead, and they took some money and stuff like that. So the IRA are basically after yeah. him for for revenge, holding Harold responsible. Yeah. But he never knew about any of it. Yeah. So. And so it all starts to unfold, and and I think, and so he attacks Jeff, and but that's not why he kills Jeff because of the news. No, it's because he thinks Jeff like has betrayed him, yeah. and then he realizes like as he like basically he kills him, and in Jeff's dying kind of like motions, like he realizes that like that like he he draws the conclu- he, he 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 puts the pieces together in his head, and he realizes that like no. Oh no! I've basically killed now, like, and because he grabs him and hugs him, and, and yeah, because of their their their, their past bond. connection. But I mean, I don't think he thought like he did it. I don't think it was anything like where like he did it, like he didn't mean to do it or something. Like like he totally. I don't. I think he overreacted because I mean maybe Jeff a little, maybe done, a, well he overreacted. Like, the degree to the mistake that Jeff made. He could not like, warn her like that kind of. If he had like a gun or something, yeah, he could have yeah, just yeah, shot yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he kills him so brutally yeah, is yeah, perhaps yeah. an overreaction. But that's the. But the reason that he does it is because of the fact that you can't have somebody yeah. that's going to lie to you and yeah. go behind your back and do things that are going to hurt yeah. you. And and that's and this you know. is where I feel the 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 only one issue I have with the movie is throughout ninety percent, like the first seventy five percent of this movie, Jeff is portrayed as like Harold's number one go getter. Yeah. Well they're trying to throw you off the the, yeah, they said, the idea that he could be And because of course you don't see But you, you see don't at see the beginning Jeff, the thing with the driver's widow, widow sh- yeah. spitting on Jeff at the at the, the beginning. Ca- the and of course you don't know any of idea what that but means. But you know that he's involved yeah, yeah. and so it's just a matter of See I just assumed that right? was because they also when they rounded up all the Irish Because <laughs> it's two hours later before you meet the widow again. when they, when they rounded, I assumed there was nothing. When they went to round round up all the Irish guys and they have him hanging upside down. And Jeff down just and goes like, like nuts. And he goes nuts when he's always been so calm. calm. So that again was a clue yeah, towards yeah. the fact that like he things are unraveling for him, him too, too because he knows that that eventually Harold's going to figure out figure out what what went on and, and, and he knows that he's screwed up. And this is the two but, parts, but he can't admit it because and this is the two you know, parts that I feel like that the sort of the the the. The progress of Jeff's character is the one thing that kind of bugged me because up until like a certain point in the movie, you suspect nothing wrong, and Jeff acts. He does too good of a job of acting like nothing's wrong. Um, that like you believe that anything you see is just Jeff like having an issue yeah. in the same way Harold is having an issue, and then when Harold confronts Jeff about it, mm. Jeff's. Per, like when he when he tells him actually you know all the stuff with the IRA and what happened, um, I feel that Jeff presents it in a way that he didn't think it was a big deal either. Hence why he didn't really bring it up. Like it, it was like kind of hadn't crossed his mind. And I feel the mm, actor did that's too, not the way I saw it. The actor did too good a job of of um, making Jeff seem just as bewildered rather than being like. I'm revealing this and I'm scared, kind of. Mm, just, and then the I scene disagree. that really bothered me was the scene in the elevator with Jeff and Helen Mirren. <laughs> where Jeff suddenly just turns into like a, just like a 180 and turns into a weirdo. Because he thinks... Out of the blue. And you're just like, where? who is this guy? And No, but I think that that's... The, I think that's deliberate because I think that's another clue. Uh, it is a clue. That his cool exterior is but hiding... I, 
you know... I feel when Harold kills Jeff, it would have had more of an impact if you didn't... At that point, you hadn't already been like, well, fuck Jeff. Um, if, if, yeah. Because well, at that point, you were kind of like, something's up with Jeff, whether Jeff is actually, like, a traitor, because at this point you don't know, because you don't know that piece of news yet... Or, not a traitor necessarily, because he's not really a traitor, he's just kind of inept. Yeah, or, well he kind of is, he because kinda, he does sort of say like... Yeah. But I mean, he's not in with the IRA or anything. He's not, not directly, but no. he does basically say like, like you know, we should... He essentially says like, we should follow them. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're much more yeah. powerful yeah. and they're much He more gets real now. panicked and starts to just like fall in yeah. with that, that, yeah, with them. Um, but like, sort of up until that point... You're kind of like, Jeff, like, he's got some issues, but, and then he just turns into a crazy guy. And you're like, oh, well, uh, I feel like they tip the well, hand too, perhaps, too sharply. Yeah. Because they give you, like, it's, perhaps it's, the way that they executed it didn't work for and you. And I think the problem is, it's because the scene you see in the elevator mm-hmm. is something that it is the one time you really see something of impact before Harold knows about it. Yeah. And at no point does um, Helen Mirren's character have a chance to, like go, hey Harold. Jeff was acting like a freak in the no, elevator. But the thing is, I think that that was because there was like a mutual attraction there, and, and she was actually not a hundred percent opposed to Jeff's advances. And I thought there was that, but being that they I mean, give I mean, you, she wouldn't have actually done anything point? with him, and, and she made it quite clear she was just like, yeah, yeah nice yeah. try, but nothing's yeah, gonna yeah. happen. She plays it real cool. It's real she good. She plays it cool, and she pretty much. <laughs> Does kind of a nice try, but nothing's going to happen. But she didn't seem to be like offended no, or bothered no. and by the, it. And th- that was, you know, because there was a bit of a mutual thing so, there. She's definitely attracted to Jeff. Yeah, she just would never. And you know, that's she would what just never made me. Th- that's that what way. made me think, like, oh, there's something going on between them. And I figured, oh, this is going to play out badly. And I figured, oh, maybe this is a reason yeah. why something might happen to Jeff. But. I feel, Jeff so was yeah. so weird. I feel like, I feel like you had. It. I feel Jeff could have reined it in a bit. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that could be a direction issue. Or oh that, yeah, that yeah, could yeah, could yeah, be yeah, anything. Yeah. But like I said, it is. The it one seems like you thing... had an issue more with how they executed it. Yeah, it was pure on the execution, because, not on the not on the actual. In terms of like... what their intentions were. Oh yeah, no, no, it was I pure mean, on the execution. Their intentions yeah. were to basically drop these little hints, hints yeah. throughout the movie that there was yeah. more to Jeff than meets yeah. the eye. You know, uh, and 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 you completely get that at the, the point rest when, of the time he's yeah. so cool, and at and, the point where Harold kills Jeff, you, you completely understand like what's going on at yeah. that point. Yeah, I was okay um, with it. Yeah, it was just maybe I know. I feel ex- it was just a little. It's not executed perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just a little heavy handed. I got it. But yeah, um, compared to a lot of the movie is quite subtle. Yeah, um, yeah, but which I mean, is actually like considering again, like great dichotomy in this movie. How like short and brutal the violence is, and how like subtle everything else is. Yeah. Um, said maybe the part where they're whacking the guy, naked guy in the butt with a machete. <laughs> that was a weird scene. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the, the informant the, guy. The informant drug dealer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That was, I was like, couldn't have put his pants on, huh? All right. Well, like, that, that, I mean, it I mean, made it was sense a, because There they, was an effectiveness to that scene. They busted in while he was you yeah, know, yeah. in bed with... With some lady, yeah. yeah so, um, I mean, like, uh, they that, just called him out. That and... scene felt very, um, like, uh, like how, how that scene was, like, filmed felt very 70s. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to throw in a smattering of nudity here. Hey, we got some male nudity here. Um, yeah. Only rear, that's fine. Uh, I also, I guess this isn't really a spoiler, but I also, uh, I found it really interesting how, and this is, I guess, a British thing, 
um, which you never would have seen at that time in an American gangster movie, was um, Harold's best friend. Um, oh, uh, Colin. Colin was Colin. gay. Yeah. And and that, that plays a large part into actually the early plot. You they, they let you know that basically within the first few seconds yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Um, and but how it's it's not a like a stigma really like it's never. It's kind of well, just... Well, because it's explained that... Well, Colin loves him like a brother because, well, they were in the military together Yeah, it's the, they did their national service, service together. together. yeah. And he basically tells the story of how they became friends yeah. and why they're such good friends. But, and, like, nobody... It's nice that, like, nobody else had a problem with well, it. Well, like, I think it the reason... It's not to say that there wasn't that kind of prejudice at the time. There, there definitely yeah, yeah, was, yeah. probably even more than now. Oh, oh no, no but, but the movie doesn't really... Yeah, because the thing is, is the situation was that he's, he was... He was like, he's like Harold's best friend. Yeah. So yeah. who in his organization is going to say anything yeah. against yeah. him for calling for being gay? Oh well, yeah, yeah. When you get two parts. It's on like that. obviously, yeah. even if they had an opinion about it, they're going to yeah. keep their mouth shut because exactly. he's the boss's yeah. best yeah. friend. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, you get you get that in two parts where like yeah, exactly. He's the boss's best friend. <laughs> also, again, because they seem like a such a close knit thing. Yeah. It's kind of. It Everyone was just like, accepts it. Accepts that's, it, that's like just you know what it is. Yeah, um, just, but like the well movie presentation of it is also like, especially for the time, like oddly, ref, like refreshingly acceptant. Like considering, like yes and no. I mean, they kind of they make it a little bit seedy. It, they make it you know seedy. hanging around in like pool houses, uh, pool like, houses and stuff. Or not but pool. They I don't... shouldn't say that because that sounds like playing pool. I mean, literally a pool. A pool house. Like, 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 like at a, at a swimming pool. pool. At yeah, a yeah. swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, trying to like hook up with dudes in the showers yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's a little seedy. Like, like <laughs> trying to hook up with Pierce Brosnan in the shower. Yeah, yeah, which is how they kill him. <laughs> yeah. Because um, Pierce Brosnan is actually an IRA assassin. Acid, yeah. But, but I mean like, in well, terms no. of Pierce Brosnan's character is an IRA yeah. I don't know if Pierce Brosnan no, is actually an IRA assassin. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan has neither now nor ever been, <laughs> been affiliated with the IRA. Affiliated with the IRA or an assassin for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> disclaimer. disclaimer. But but no, like I I know what you mean. Yeah. I agree to a point. I'm just because saying, like if this had been an American movie, bit, yeah. you know, like they would have really they just would have like oh that. You know, oh, F word oh, character. Yeah, yeah. They would have played or, it really terrible. That character would have not been gay. Yeah, no, and that never would have been a thing. I, I agree with you to a yeah. large extent, but I do. I mean, they did put a little I, bit of seediness in there. And, I, but, you know, and I'm pretty sure this is straight up just because of the movie. because the Britishness of it. Yeah. It like you could throw that into a British movie in the 70s, yeah. and you know, people wouldn't. Like, especially in they Britain. didn't take it too far. They, yeah, yeah. They, it it, was... You would throw that into an American movie yeah. in the 70s. People would have been like, movie's great, except for the whole thing about the gay guy, yeah, you know? And, and I mean, and they do make it clear <laughs> yeah. that that the things that he does and stuff, like, it's not because he's gay. It was just, like, because it was a character thing. It yeah, just, yeah, yeah like, exactly. That was what that character was like. Which know? is one of those very interesting things. Colin, I mean, he is the, like, the linchpin, like, activator of this movie. Uh, like, his death is kind of, like, keys off, like, kind of, like, the rest of this movie. Yeah. Does he have any lines? I don't think so. I don't no. believe he thinks so. And he's... He's, he's a visual character. Yeah, like... It's, it's a lot of, like... Could be wrong, but yeah, I don't Yeah, I'm pretty remember. sure he has be, no because lines, his part which is, is amazing. Because <laughs> his part is basically confined to that opening sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, as you said before, that opening sequence, there's no silent. dialogue. Yeah. So, it's all told in the yeah. music and the action. Yeah. So... Harold never does get a chance to see his mother. No. Helen Mirren's character is like, go see your mother because yeah. 
when her chauffeur gets blown up, she goes to the hospital because she has like a she gets like like a, she's in like distress. Yeah, and he's like she keeps telling him like go see your mother, go see your mother, go, and he never does. Well, he's a little busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, oh right. So the guy, the character where we couldn't understand him at all, yeah, yeah. was the dude from the like the restaurant, the pub restaurant thing. Uh, when they blow up, oh yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah. take the mafia guys there, and yeah. then they blow it up. Yeah, and they go in there, and there's the guy in there, and they're going through that like upstairs oh, area yeah, yeah, that yeah. got blown up, and he says something while they're like sifting through stuff. He like says something. Yeah. We could never figure out what oh, that line was. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, we uh, went over says, it like uh, four times. He says, uh... It was something about the French. He's referring to the French chef. But we could never figure oh, out. Oh, okay. Because he said something figure... after that, too. But, we yeah. could never Cause, figure cause, out. Because Harold asked him, like, was anybody hurt? And he goes, he goes, no, luckily nobody was up here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they asked him. It was him, after that. And then he asked him, uh, like, who, who, who could have been? And he's like, well, you know, last night. You know, people come and going up and yeah, down yeah, all day. Yeah. I have no idea. There's a hundred faces. And then he says something after that. Yeah, I, I, I don't recall yeah. either. Yeah. Could not Just get a mystery. Yeah. Could not get it. I was just yeah. like, I well, no hope idea. that wasn't important. I was like, I have no idea what he's saying. Yeah. No, it wasn't. But yeah, um, that was funny. But yeah. But no, no, the, the, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess that, uh, the, I guess it kind of other than the ending, there isn't too much more in the way of, like, yeah. So, stuff. I mean, with the ending, basically, I mean, it's just um, Harold decides that rather than just sort of give in, uh, that he's going to, um, you know, take the fight to them kind of thing. And he, he gets a bunch of his guys, some shotguns yeah. and stuff, and they go in and they wipe out the the guys there, the IRA guys there. Yeah. Um, at, at that, that race, that weird right through the car window. race, a demolition derby, demolition derby thing with like with like a repainted Batmobile. From like sixties Batmobile, <laughs> that, was that was clearly the Batmobile. Yeah, oh yeah, from the sixties, yeah. but like repainted. Yeah. I mean, I imagine there probably was more than Kicking one around. of those yeah, yeah. around, so they probably got all sold off and stuff. Uh, I mean, it could have also very, I guess, could have been because uh, uh, that was just like a bunch of like demolition cars. Maybe they just called a bunch of people with demolition cars. Yeah. We're gonna do a demolition scene. We need to drive around, and bang into each other. One of the guys may have had a mock up. Yeah. One that looked like the. I mean, but it clearly I know, was. Some I know kind that of that Batmobile was based on an actual, an actual car, car that was yeah, just yeah, modified. Yeah. So maybe it was just one of those cars. Yeah, but it, it really looked, it looked I, I exactly yeah. just with a different paint job. Yeah. Anyway, oh, um, it's from the UK edition of yeah. Batman. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, like you know, so so of course his thinking is like, oh, I'll just wipe these guys out and they'll be fine. And it's like he never really fully understands yeah, like yeah. The, the 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 vastness, the, yeah, like the 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 fact that yeah. the IRA is like this huge operation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I mean, and he's told he's told like, look, these guys don't care about money. It's political. They're fanatics. Like, like you're not, you know. And, uh, and yeah, so, they have an army. Like, it's yeah. Not... So so basically, <laughs> the ending is just he gets into his car. Uh, you know, to to be taken away, and and it turns out the Irish assassin yeah, guys, yeah, 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 yeah. the Pierce Brosnan, and the other guy like are, are have already taken over his car, and you yeah. know they turn around and they've got you know, and they just drive, and then off with they him. just sort of drive off with them, and and you well you see the in the other car with like the Helen Mirren character, and she's like like no, no, no. yeah yeah yeah, you know like like Harold look out, it's like that's them yeah, but you know I mean you don't hear that, you just hear like yeah, yelling, yeah, yelling window, trying to yeah. yell and you hit on the window, but. You know, it's too late because he's, he's in the car and, you know, they just start driving. And then it just – it's like you said – like we said before, it's just those, you know – Cutting back and cutting forth. Cutting back and forth between just showing different things like the, 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 the guys in the car and then his face and stuff. 
and just the close up on all the sort of range of emotions uh-huh. he goes through as he realizes like the point that he's come to and that you know processing everything that's happened and what's what's going to happen yeah so, it's, and that's our ending yeah it's pretty cool actually um, i mean i definitely thought i, I kind of wished like if there was like an an alternate cut of this with like some other kind of ending well where, like i like it because it's it's not just these kinds of movies it's usually always like okay so then after that they like drive out out the out of the city or something and they like take him out and like he's on his knees and they like shoot him in the head or something and then yeah. that's the end and, and it's just like ah, like we don't yeah. need to see that like you that's know. like whatever like use your imagination yeah but it made for an interesting ending because it focused instead of focusing on they it's all for naught they got him and they're gonna kill him yeah which you could make that assumption or whatever yeah but the point is is that instead of focusing on that they focus on his emotional journey yeah. and the fact that in those like 30 seconds or whatever it is you see all these emotions go through his head and he's going on that emotional journey that is like a microcosm of the journey of the entire movie yeah. all summed up in his reactions in, in his face in that final moment mm-hmm. so i thought it was really interesting no, it was great and it is good um, ending you know it wasn't like it would just cut off well, like i say it did definitely catch me by surprise because I was like, okay, where are they taking him? Yeah. Credits. Oh, they're taking him to the end of the film. Oh, yeah. I see. <laughs> to the end of the Because then the theme song kicks in again at the credits. Yeah, yeah. Which is the last thing you hear. So all day after yeah, watching it, I was cool. like humming along. I can't remember now, though. But Yeah, um, no, I don't either. That's funny. Um, it's funny how that works sometimes. Um, but, you know, we've only seen it once. It's, so. If you watch the trailer, it's the music in the trailer. So, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, like I said, I didn't see the trailer, so I didn't know that. Um, that's but, cool, yeah. though. Um, all right. But, yeah. So uh, I guess uh, yeah, spoilers, spoilers off. off. <laughs> Flag the spoilers, spoilers off. on. Spoilers yeah. off. Um, All right, well, welcome back to well, the non-spoiler. Uh, I guess yeah, so the, the ending, the, ending the, of the podcast. Yeah, right? the conclusion. So uh, we hope you enjoy. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the film, hope you. Yeah, uh, hopefully you can track it down yeah. somewhere. Or yeah, if you have seen it, you know, hopefully you found yeah. some value in it. Yeah, let, let us know what you thought of the film. Some value um, in our observations, hopefully. Yeah, um, if you you know see the film after this, let us know if like we made a good recommendation or not. If uh, you know, uh, it's we do you know we've done quite a few of these episodes now, and uh, uh, I would uh, definitely like to hear like you know did we did we steer you right? Did we steer you wrong? Like was this your cup of tea? Was it you know yeah. you know and why? Like what, what what about it? You know did 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 you like? Did you not like? You yeah. know. Um, so as per usual. Um, the episode will be up on SoundCloud and you can uh-huh. leave comments on there. You can do, uh, time specific comments. Um, you can not like, have to be... you can, you can follow, follow all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we also have a Facebook page for the podcast. Um, so after, after facebook.com, just put slash what we've watched. Yeah. Um, or just probably easiest can... thing is use the link in SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can do likes and comments there. A bunch of people already have. Um, so that's cool. Continue. Yeah. So next week, uh, yeah, we'll have another movie next week, uh, before we start getting into the sort of uh, other Christmas things we're going to be doing. Um, we're doing, uh, what's the film we're doing next week? 
Uh, next week we're going to do The Matchmaker. Oh, right. The Matchmaker. Yeah. Because um, I really felt like... Um, we needed to do a movie from the 90s. It's time for a 90s movie. It's, it's <laughs> Danced around it was that a decade. Huge, it was a huge time for us movie-wise yeah. growing up, you know, as being like teenagers then. And uh, I was like, man, like, why can why have we not done a 90s movie? I mean, yeah. we've talked about lots of 90s movies in like top five. Yeah, our, like our top five. So but we haven't those, actually but, yeah. like focused on a 90s yeah. movie. So I was like, all right, we're doing this one. This is also our first kind of real comedy film too. Yeah. Well, certainly the first, like, romantic comedy. Romantic comedy, yeah. So, because it's not, like, a big genre for me, um, but, you know. And I have not seen this film probably since then, either, like. Well, that I should think be we awesome. probably saw it in the theater, but. Uh, maybe don't not. think I did. Don't I think don't, I did. Maybe but I did. It's I, possible. I know I saw it, in, you know, around the time it came out, so. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, uh, yeah, and then after that was going to be the top five Christmas movies. Yeah. Because that'll be episode 25. Uh and then uh, after that is going to be some other stuff that we're yeah. not going to spoil yet. No, there are pretty some cool surprises coming up. Yeah, um, and yeah. And then at that point, I guess we'll be rolling into the new year. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, we've got plans for stuff already eking into then too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, appreciate everyone who's listening. Yep. Uh, and uh, I guess that's it for this episode. Yeah. Uh, have yourselves a good one. Um, I'm Chris. This is Emma. Cheers. Bye bye.